Oh my God! How long gone? It's flop cello weekend. We've got oh. black pink Stan. We got black pink Stan. Them jeans on the horn here. He's been up streaming it like it's a important football match uh, from a different time zone. <laughs> I'm up early for the footy, and when I say footy, that's not football. That's footage of uh, Korean women dancing in provocative clothing. Okay, well that I mean that's that's gonna get me uh, up. I guess more than Chris. some soccer. I don't. I mean, not even. I um. We were arguing about this this morning in the group chat because I think this is this Coachella headliners is is feels like it's box checking algorithm behavior. There's no sauce. There's no swag. There's nothing cool. And um. Then I was doing some research. <laughs> um. And I, I I found a story that said for the first time since 2010, okay. uh, Coachella did not sell out pre-sell. There's a lot of a lot of meat to chew on on this subject i just want to remind you the good people at golden voice have booked us for their just like heaven festival <laughs> on may 13th tickets still available come check out how long on live as well as dj them jeans carry on chris i mean that's that's good for them they booked a good festival with bands that are actually good you know what i mean like i mean my <laughs> yeah 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 like my this is not a shot at golden voice this is a shot at our our society as a whole that i mean mm-hmm. no one i know can name a black pink or a bad bunny song it just exists in the ether and it's huge and it's like a strange, it's a strange turn of events, I think, is all I'm saying. Like, not even that they're bad or good. It's just kind of like uninteresting, but but like everywhere in the air and, and no one actually knows anything or maybe just no one under the age of over the age of 17 knows anything. Yeah. To me, it reminds me, you know, I, this is more of a California thing and less of a New York thing, but there'll be shirts where like kind of a, a hardened gang member, a foo gone wild, perhaps wearing a shirt that says like, Fuck love. You know what I mean? Like you've seen a shirt like that before. Yeah, right? of course, of course. It's, there's sort of it's sort of that same elementary sentiment going on with a lot of, like any black pink or bad bunny song, like all the songs are just like love is death. <laughs> Kill is love. You know, where where if you're like if you're like thirteen, do, you're like got to got to Wow, got. like the juxtaposition of good and bad together. It's too sick. Hold on to your fucking hat, you know, like And don't worry, I, I tried I've tried everything. You know, I was I watched I watched the Breeders last night. They were playing in the spiritualized tent for the old heads. Oh, no. <laughs> uh also didn't also didn't do much for me, but nothing is worse than um internet sensation J Paul, who all you nerds have been jerking off to because he did the thing that 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 is so smart where he made one album that is apparently quote unquote good <laughs> and then disappeared, never played live, and then took, you know, a quarter million dollars to play his first show ever at Coachella and absolutely fucking bombed. <laughs> well, I, I think I think him bombing is a little subjective. I watched some of the live stream and it seemed as if he was performing. He was singing on key in uh, in key. Uh, he was doing the right notes, and the crowd was yelling and cheering. So I don't know if it's technically a bomb. I think it's a subjective well, dislike of him. No, it's not. It's not even a dislike. It's but that singing good is is I would say maybe half of a performance when you're doing something at that level. Like sing, coming out and wearing a wig and standing straight as a board and singing your songs is not worth a quarter million dollars, in my opinion. There needs to be a little more of a performance when you're head when you're so when it you're is playing. so it is subjective, but it's not a bomb. If 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 fifty thousand people are screaming their fucking heads off, if Twitter Jason, are going like 50, oh my pe- fucking god. First of all, fifty thousand people screaming their heads off is because they're on drugs. They don't care who it is. That, that has absolutely nothing. They're scre- no. They're screaming for anything, anything. That's the whole problem with festivals. It doesn't matter because people are just there for the experience. That's the that's the whole issue. Is the booking actually doesn't matter? I've said this before. 
But he's been on record. Maybe I'm wrong because the tickets didn't sell out. So I'm in. A, I'm in an impasse. I, I'm in an impasse. Well, week one sold out. Week two didn't sell out. Uh, and that article that you referenced, yeah. it was it, there was an interesting point that I had not considered. Considering we are a, a global nation, sure, music from Latin America and Asia have become more popular than than American English speaking music. But the point that they said is two out of the three headliners don't typically perform in English. And that's not something that I had even considered. How about you, Frank? Frank Ocean performs in English, or is it just I, I he does perform? I've in, never. Okay. But, I mean, there's there's somewhat of a point there, and I, I think that obviously Bad Bunny and Blackpink those, those those two artists sell more tickets than oh, yeah. everyone. But that's just for their concert, their solo show. And I think Coachella is still. Well, I, I just don't. If I like Blackpink, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go camp and get my fucking Chanel skirt dirty. So I can see Blackpink at Coachella <laughs> when I know I can see them at the forum in six months and it'll be a fully controlled Blackpink experience. You know what I mean? Like there's just right, no re right. yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no reason to see any of these bands at Coachella unless you want to go for the experience. I won't have to rub elbows with vintage culture fans. Yeah, for exactly. Example. Edenbrook Ugh. is not gonna bleed into my ears or Elderbrook, whatever it was. But yeah, I think that the, <laughs> I, I just don't think that there's any I mean, I, I'm dreading tonight jason because it's a it's a combination of two of my least favorite things on one night which i didn't i didn't foresee coming until i saw someone on twitter talking about how they were burning the midnight oil on the east coast to watch the frank ocean live stream but i, I think okay. i know i know one of the two things succession right into frank ocean it couldn't be worse for me it's, <laughs> it's absolutely we're gonna it's, we have to hashtag this this is sucks ocean i need you all religious or not to pray for me during this difficult time because my beloved Twitter is going to be <laughs> destroyed with bozos talking about how good two mediocre things are at a clip that is that is kind of untenable. And I just want you to keep me in your thoughts, Jason, as you enjoy both of those things. I think that uh, that succession chatter has sort of calmed down this season. Are you crazy? Are you well, crazy, ex Jason? Except for the last episode, the first first two, three episodes... It was a little mild. There was like the craziness of like, oh my God, back. Succession is coming back. But also like whatever, like less than 3 million people watched the premiere. Like that's that's what a fucking Young Sheldon rerun gets on a Wednesday I understand afternoon. That, you know? but it's, it's still nothing. But when the when the big episode that happened last week, like the bomb dropping, then people were talking Jason, about it more. But I saw adults truly mad about spoilers. That to me is that to, that to me is unbelievable. And people respond to me being like, like actually mad. The, the, like this is the only joy they have in your life. How could I log on and have it ruined for me? Which is like obviously stupid, but also funny. Like you know, if you log, you, you know that that's what the internet does. Like there's people whose job it is to write recaps of these shows, and people want those recaps to happen 45 minutes after it happens. Yeah, totally. Like how would you? Well, it's still fresh on the brand. Yeah, totally. How yeah, I mean this this goes back to our our discussion of any level. You know, if you like something so much or you're obsessed with something so much, it is it is dorky and unhealthy. And you're right; it can be upsetting if your favorite television show of all time. You log on to Twitter and somebody's like, "Oh, the motherfucker dies." <laughs> yeah, no, like, I get it. Oh my it. god, I mean, that sucks. That sucks so bad. But you cannot publicly say that sucks. You cannot. You have to take that L. You have to be like, "Damn bummer. I shouldn't have checked that." Versus like, "This is why." You know, like write an S Substack about why you're bummed out that somebody on Twitter said the, the motherfucker died. Uh, but I also. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the that's the spoilers. Motherfucker died. I just don't. I, I guess to me, it's also like if you if you dorks love the nuance of the writing and the character development and the plot and the story arc, then it doesn't matter if it's spoiled because you're there to enjoy the art and unpack the true nuance of TV writing. Mm. But maybe. Maybe you're all full of shit and you really just want to watch some dumb, dumb stuff. And that's what it actually is. That's what it, the way people debate it. Oh, so interesting angle, Chris. Intelligently, but then are upset when they the find out. The below deck argument. I like that. Exactly. Like if you if you actually like it that much, then you should be ha- you should be fine watching it because you just want to enjoy the beautiful and poetic writing of these geniuses at the Max Network. <laughs> it just seems like. Thank it, you for say, say her name, Max. Say her name. No, no. It just, it just seems like a fun. It just seems funny to me that that everybody wants it both ways. But you know, Jason, thank God, um, you know there is there is uh, hope for me because Love Is Blind Live Reunion is on Netflix tonight, so I'll have something to kind of satiate me and keep me away uh, from the World Wide Web, where all you guys are acting smart, liking Frank Ocean and Succession. I can go into my stupid hole where I belong. <laughs> your stupid, your stupid solitary confinement. Send him to the hole. That's right. That's where I live. That's that's the beauty of it because this Succession is the only television show on earth that will make like a subtle joke about like Tom Ford shoes, which on paper should be up your alley, but boy, do you rebel against it? Well, it's not even rebel. It's it's you you guys have ruined it. You people ruined it. It's not it's not the fault of the actors. It's not the fault fault of Kieran Culkin. Or the other guy who like is so serious and wears ugly clothes, you know. It's it's it's. When just you say you people, the fans, Jason. Do you mean that in the Jonah Hill sense? The, no, the fan. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I am wearing I am wearing Sean Witherspoon ninety fives right now. Uh, so shout out Dude, to so shout out to Sean and Jonah and Eddie Murphy, of course. Dude, Eddie is a monster. He's so good. Have you seen his stand up, <laughs> bro, Eddie? <laughs> You know that you know that before he did the movie with Jonah, he was actually a comedian. Did you know that? I yeah, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok. Some of his old stuff. <laughs> I just I just learned that he he like white he likes white women and jokes. That's what I learned on TikTok. It's pretty <laughs> fun. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty good stuff. Once he stopped doing coke, he was so bad. It's like anything else. It's like we talk about all the time. Like fans can ruin anything, and fans ruin Succession. They ruin TV shows all the time and music all the time. And I wish I was. Uh, able to rise above that and 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 be better than that and enjoy things without uh outside influence but i can't i'm weak jason and i i, I let it affect me and it's it's a problem for for me but i i this, i'm defeated okay in in your household do both you and your partner get to enjoy the love is blind live recap whatever fucking yeah of course costco employee content that you watch or is she saying like damn I really no, wish no, no, I was no. watching. No, she can watch. She can watch Succession on her own time. And also, Costco employees, bro. Trust me, those guys are are at Coachella right now. They ain't, they ain't watching. <laughs> they're there. They're they're at Coachella. Yeah. Um. Shout out to all our forklift operators that came on over from uh, <laughs> Powerful Truth Angels. We love we love you guys. We love you guys. I love nothing more than some certified dick. I I just don't. I, I guess it's just like I should probably give in, of course. But I also think it's just funny to not watch it. Like I just I. Try truly don't care and i don't know what's going on and i think it's i, I think it's yeah. more enjoyable that way but i think that but it also i think it's a bigger like with music i'll check something out because it's obviously a smaller commitment you know what i'm saying like if i if i see somebody raving and about some new shit i'll go listen to it because it takes me 10 minutes whereas you know a tv show you kind of have to buy in from the beginning and, and see it to the end sometimes it takes you 10 seconds doesn't it well that i mean yeah for sure absolutely if i if i turn it on at all but i um 
I, you know, I, I just it's 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 a tough weekend for us content consumers, Jason. But I'm glad that you were able to catch some live stream. Yeah, it's been a great weekend. Yeah, I was actually I forgot who I was talking to, but they're saying like, have I hit the age? Or I was I don't know, who said that? Maybe I, I went to a, a dinner this weekend a couple of days ago, and Aziz was there, and I think he mentioned saying like, I think I hit the age where I'm enjoying watching the live stream at my house. Versus going there more. Well, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, well, it's like any. It's not, of course, but I mean, once you hit a certain age, yes. But I think maybe one issue that I was that I thought of when when he said that was like, did they create the live stream with the knowledge that it would at some point replace, mm. you know, the IRL experience, or were or has this Frankenstein monster of like, oh, what if we get Fast and the Furious forty eight to sponsor? the golden goose bud light live stream of of coachella are you know are all of our socially anxious going to bed at 9 30 mysterious women going to be like oh yes let's do that instead and that's why tickets aren't selling anymore because i could watch it for free at home while i'm playing candy crush and ordering my fucking taco bell boba meal <laughs> don't throw boba under the bus why'd boba <laughs> catch a stray boba knows what boba does it's not digestible first and foremost <laughs> no i mean i obviously don't drink that milk shit uh but i think that the um <laughs> i think that uh it's both i think it's both i think they're like we know that that like the people who originally came to this are going to age out and not want to come but obviously still want to watch it in some regard we can sell a shitload of sponsorship against it and young people are coming here the same way young people go wait in lines. It's like a, it's like an experience. It has nothing. It almost has nothing to do with the music. Is my guess. Like to you know, it's more about like we're going, we're partying. Like yeah, we like the music, but like all our friends are going. We get to take pictures. We get to you know what I mean. It's I think it's more right. I um, guess about the, yeah. Now now that you say that, I'll I'll do I'll do an A B comparison where the live stream Coachella versus live attendance of Coachella is diet coke versus coke where when they invented diet coke they didn't think that it was going to become more popular than regular coke when yeah. it has yeah but they still make the same amount of money doing it i think without coke existing diet coke cannot exist great point how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at better help jason better help you know the summer travel season is coming up Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping you guys are chit-chatting you guys are talking about your personal interests next thing you know it's time to actually do the work so it feels good building those uh mental health relationships with people you actually like and on better help there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give better help a try it's entirely online Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. 
Uh oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair Nutrafol.com spelled n-u-t R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes. Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 Per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> No, that makes that makes total sense though. It's like it, it both things have to you have to do everything both ways now. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think that I, I think that we have no choice because there's a lot of people that don't want to do anything. There's a lot of people that want to do everything and we gotta make money off all of them. That's the key. And that's why how long gone tour tickets are on sale now. Uh Atlanta, Philadelphia, <laughs> Chicago. Uh there's a few left in every city. Make sure you get those. Um I went to a a live a live <laughs> performance on Friday night myself, Jason. I went to Better be good. See uh old pal Dave Gone and Depeche Mode oh, at yeah. Madison Square Garden with uh former a two time Hall of Fame guest, David Coggins, who uh, even though it was ninety degrees, was able to put on a suit for the occasion, which I respected. Um, was it really 90 degrees in New York? It was honestly high, th- high 80s. I think it was like a high 80s, literally, even even like as the sun was setting. Um, so we went to we went to the Chelsea Hotel, the new Chelsea Hotel. Uh, to have a bite uh, before, which was really, it's really nice. I hadn't been yet. Um, and, and I knew it was, but I was happy to go. 
Any highlight standouts on the menu? Um, I mean, it's El Quixote, so it's like it's Spanish food, which isn't my go-to, let's say. Oh, no. Um, but I did have a delicious piece of white fish. Don't worry. I still found it. But I will say this. The bar at the Chelsea Hotel, incredible nut mix. And you know oh. my love for the, for, the, for the nut mix. So we went there after dinner, um, and David had an espresso. I had a bottle of, of sparkling water. But they, did, they were able to bring us the nut mix that did kind of hit as an after dinner dessert, uh, kind of. So I was, I was very pleased. I was very pleased with the, with the nut mix at at the, yeah, it's it's tough as, as somebody who is almost three weeks, Cali sober, I've realized that Spanish food is sort of pointless unless you're drinking. It's just not, it's really, it's the least sober motherfucker food out. It's fine. It's It's fine. But I I just like, that's fine. But it's just like every, every Spanish restaurant, it's like, Here's like a $37 plate with like some ham that I sliced on it. Here's some like tinned something. Don't forget the don't forget the slices of bread with tomato and garlic that they think they and I'm like bitch this is pizza. No, that that I do love. It's that good, but love. it's fucking pizza. Like I I like it, but it's like it's this is not it's like It's pizza deconstructado. I don't need to eat that. I like the way it tastes, but I'm not I don't want to go to a restaurant <laughs> and that be my 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 thing. That's true. That's true. And anyone can go buy a piece of bread and a tomato and rub it on there and put some salt and garlic on it. I don't want to be charged $11 for that. I I do agree with that. Um, but it is a thing where you're like, I'm just going to drink. I'm going to eat some fun almonds that have an interesting spice blend on there. David was able to enjoy some gin and tonics uh, that were a large size to kind of get him in the zone. But, you know, I, I was very... Fabuloso. Fabuloso. I was very happy. Yeah, it was beautiful, though. I highly recommend. Uh, but then we, we walked we walked over to him and she actually ran into uh, Andy Haynes on the street mm. uh, on that on that walk. Uh, shout out to him. Yeah, Andy Haynes, side note for him, funny uh, funny guy, funny comedian. He the, When I posted the picture of my nosebleed... He just responded, so you guys finally fought. Wow, cool. <laughs> That's a real, very comedian response to that. I love a pro. We walked over to MSG, and the and the fucking, the seats, you know, were amazing. We had, like, really good seats, so thank you to Columbia and Dave. But, uh, so Coggins, I knew Coggins was, like, a fan. Like, I knew he's, like, a Depeche Mode head, because I find in my life that, like, guys that are, like, about five years older than me really love Depeche Mode. <laughs> it's, like, a reoccurring... I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, I seriously, it's it's very strange. Like, my first boss, Prashad, we listened to Depeche Mode in that fucking store all the time. And I he grew up in Germany, and I think they're also really big in Germany. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, a double, yeah, it was like a double thing for him. brutalist techno undertone. And yeah, exactly. if it's one thing Chris Black knows, it's guys who are five years older than him. So that's, how was the show? <laughs> That's, that's true. I know. If there's one thing I'm an expert on, it's guys 15 years younger than me and guys five <laughs> years older than me. There's no in between. Um, uh, the show is, I mean, the show is fucking pretty amazing. Like, I have to say, like, I'm I'm a casual fan, but I want, after I interviewed Dave, and I don't know, I just wanted to see it. Um, of course. And Coggins, though, is an encyclopedia. This motherfucker is, like, leaning over. He's like, all right, this song's from the record that came out. He knew, he knows every detail. And it was, so it was nice to have a whisperer. He's like, I got this one. I got this seven-inch clear blue. When I, I He's like, I, I listened to this song for four hours straight when I was driving to visit my girlfriend in college. <laughs> and I was like, that's so wow. funny. <laughs> so he had a lot of great anecdotes. But, yeah, the show's amazing. I mean, Dave Gahn's fucking running laps around Jay Paul. He, You know what I mean? It's like this guy is, like, 60 years old. He looks amazing. He's wearing a fucking see-through shirt and Cuban heel Saint Laurent boots, mm-hmm. and he literally doesn't stop moving for an hour and forty-five minutes. 
Martin Gore, on the other hand, does need a wheelchair, but it, it's fine. It's like, you know, you, you can't have you can't have it both. Does he ways. really need a wheelchair or are you? It's not great. I mean, it's not great. He sounds good. Um, no, but he wasn't he wasn't literally in a wheelchair, though. He was just moving slow, moving slow. That's all. Yeah. Got but it, but, what, got it, but got I was okay. seeing I was seeing a little bit of a glimpse into our future. Someone needs to practice their knees over toes mobility. Carry on. I could see I could see it now when we're doing how long gone uh, live, you know, 40 year celebration and <laughs> TJ is a little stiff. But I'm out there in my see through Bodhi, you know, doing doing pirouettes <laughs> like gone. I just want to I just I saw our future in a way that I wasn't expecting. And I did enjoy that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a shame when people are, you know, because when you go to a live podcast, you sort of expect to see exactly. that level of theatrics yeah. and the choreo, exactly. you know, exactly. I'm going to they going, still have it is what we're all asking. <laughs> exactly. I'm going Charlie XCX mode at, at the 40 year. But yeah, I, I think it was it was really fun. I highly recommend it. But I, I just like. They have so many great hits, and like even the new stuff is like pretty good. Like the yeah. new the new single is like pretty good, so it was fun. And um, I'm I'm uh, I was happy to take someone who like really loved it. It was very satisfying to me. Hopefully, we got a little smooch at the end. Well, I mean, he's you know he's he's a little tight with it, but uh, I you know I walked him to his car. I'll say that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love I love a lot of Depeche Mode songs. I would have loved to see him. It's one of those things. Also, the crowd is pretty. Maybe one day the crowd is pretty interesting because it's it's truly like all walks of life like everything you can think of is represented like skaters cool guys goths fucking white black asia it's everybody yeah that's right because in la it's all walks of life at the depeche mode concert mexicans brazilians argentinians colombians yeah ecuador venezuelans yeah it's like it's like that i mean of course there were still some you know like chubby goth chicks falling down in their in their hot topic uh platforms and if that wouldn't have been there, I would have been upset because that's kind of where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. But a lot of like in our section, I mean, I think we were in like the friends and family. It's the same section that we were in for John Mayer. So I think that's where they always put people. Right. So you got to sit in the master's section instead of the servant section. Yeah, exactly. Where I usually go. Good stuff right there. I didn't see Andy this time, but he might have been in the building. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, fun. it was fun, man. I highly, I mean, I'm going to, it made me also, uh, realize that i have to overpay and do what it takes to see the cure at, at the hollywood bowl okay is that show sold out yeah we're gonna have to do yeah, some i'm sure it's sold out stub hub i don't mind behavior. i mean i don't well, i don't know i mean i saw i told david this I, I saw the cure in i think 10th grade at lakewood amphitheater in atlanta like outside like a shed and um I remember. i still remember how good that was i feel like it's probably going to be that good i would love to see them you know, kind of after sundown, just based on kind of what the looks are like these days. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't need to. I don't need the cam super zooming on on Robert uh, in the L.A. heat. But we should go. It, it's a, it'll be good. It'll be really good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's in their contract. We do not play before sundown. Well, that's the thing though. There was this documentary about them playing in Hyde Park, and it was. I mean, it was crazy. Like I'm like, how did this? They just must not care anymore. Like it just it was there was a lot of footage um, that that <laughs> there was some some damning footage of their faces and bodies some damning footage yeah exactly exactly but but I mean I'm still I'm still gonna pony up I'm still gonna go uh, what is the so tell me about this dinner you went to because I've heard some rumblings um, but it sounds like a real murderer's row of freaks yeah it was at this restaurant called Monarch which is Umberto from opening ceremony. Uh, he has another restaurant in, in LA called Chifa, but mm -hmm. this this new restaurant it's like in San Gabriel Valley, kind of more like family style Chinese funky weird vibe. 
Um, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. The the room is just like it looks like a Rosalia video or like a Bjork video. Just crazy colors, crazy furniture. It's super fun. I was telling him like he has to do a party there. Like there has to be some type of Yola Mescal activation there or something. <laughs> I can't wait to drive an hour to drink sparkling water in the San Gabriel Valley. <laughs> Nothing sounds more appealing to me. I had a I had a lychee mocktail actually. I mean, Isn't dude, you gotta like- you're gonna drink on tour, right? uh i don't know yet we'll see you you you, please do let's just talk about this now before you get into this dinner because if you don't drink on tour i don't know how much fun i'm gonna have (laughs) really yeah dude because you can't you gotta you you're you're the loose guy you gotta be loose you gotta have you gotta have a couple of a couple of (laughs) a couple of casamigos in you or i'm afraid you might stiffen up like a fucking dead rat yeah i mean that is the question that we're all asking Uh, at least i'm asking myself um, I got to figure out a way to do it. I have to figure out a plan. I don't know yet. I mean, will I take mushrooms? No, 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 no. I eat the mushrooms every day before I go on no, stage. No, I can't have you. I can't have you on your little hippie speedball shit. I need you classic <laughs> TJ drunk. Like that's what we all want. That's what these people are paying for. They're not paying for you to have a little hit of weed or an edible or some fucking chocolate mushrooms. They're paying for classic two beers, two tequilas deep. TJ. We want we want pissy pampers TJ. That we I mean it's just what the it's the brand promise is that I'm the one who is drinking water and saying st- saying stuff and you're the one that's drunk and saying <laughs> stuff. That's what this podcast is. No, you're right. You're right. It's something <laughs> that, I've considered. That's what this is. I, I maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll, maybe I'll hire a hypnotist who can show me how to be I mean, I've I've been drunk so much. I I can I've been I feel like I can do <laughs> I've it. I've been drunk so much. <laughs> You're saying that you think you could channel drunk TJ without actually having to drink it, under the right under the right supervision of a doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it requires a certain special sweet spot of racism to get there. But I think it's possible. At least I'd like to give it a try. If not, then yeah, I will. I will drink a little bit. I don't. I I you're you're drinking. I'm just saying it now. I mean, I don't. I'd be worried if you weren't. Um, but anyway, tell me about tell me about your dinner dinner and how it went. Oh, it went well. There was a couple How Long Gone alums, Chloe Wise. I got to build with Cord Jefferson. Oh um, yeah, sandwich between those two, so it was it was fun. Uh, and you know, got to hang out with Aziz a little bit, do a little wedding chat. It, it was nice to finally get a nice Aziz hug. You know, <laughs> after after years of being left on red with my hug where my hug at well i mean i could see why he wouldn't like you i mean i could see why anybody wouldn't like you but especially him well yeah of course of course and i definitely did not push the agenda i, I knew that um I'm, I'm i'm a flavor that he no like you but you know things change no people grow and it and I, i'm glad that you guys got to break some um chinese bread we got to break some bow. What did you? What were the highlights here? Was there any? Was it? Was there some spicy additions, or was this kind of a more white friendly? One highlight was there's like a kind of a Szechuan pepper lobster with noodles that was really zingy zingy. Oh. There's a there's a fried rice that had some shrimp in it, and that was quite good. And the fried rice had those little red fish eggs, but they're like super bright and super little, so they really kind of made the a normally like a drab looking dish like fried rice kind of become alive with a pop of color. Everything looks a little different instead of just like, here's the classic preparation, the plates and the bowls and like the chopsticks and all the stuff. It was really cute. I liked it. I haven't thought about this, but you're right. Fried rice is, is a bland looking dish, you know? And if it was up to, 
a white chef like you, you'd probably just throw some pomegranate seeds in and think you were good to go. Um, well, that's but, that's the problem because typically a fried rice, the only pop of color you got is some kind of green onion tossed in at the very end once the walk is off. Mm. And especially, it worked out especially because I had some I had some mushroom um, space tea beforehand with my Cali Sober flavor. Bro, I, it I'm made not, the drive bro, there really fun. I'm having a tough time with Cali Sober for you, honestly. Like either let's do 30 days, or uh, let's get let's go let's go Betty Ford and get this thing over with, or you need to get back on the sauce because I this Cali Sober shit is you're better than this. I'm, I'm just looking out for my live. You're bro, you're gonna die anyway. You're tall. You've got a lot of problems. You're not gonna. You're not making it past eighty. You're not making it past eighty. So let's just fucking drive this thing with the governor off. You know what I mean? Neither are you. I don't. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm. I'm an idiot. I almost died a couple times. I have no choice. You know. Mm -hmm. But I want. I want you. I want you to kind of live your truth. And I mean, I'm not saying you need to binge drink on a daily basis, but I'm saying that the the TJ we all know and love is two martinis deep you like it you like it when the when the wheels have a little grease on them i just don't well i just think that that's the grease that works for you like you're just not a drug guy that's the reality we've been over this we know this about you you know what i mean it's historic yeah. when i look at when i look through the the halls of tj history and our drug our our our, our partying together you were never the one reaching for the bag i was forcing it on you um, or, <laughs> or you were politely declining. There was no, you know what I mean? So I just want you to, I just want you to be true to you, bro. And I don't, I'm not trying to put pressure on you because that, that's not fair, but I just want you to think long and hard about this decision you're making. Yeah. Chris, as somebody in recovery, I am feeling pressured and cocaine is not the only fish in the sea, my friend. I know, but these other, these other fake drugs, if look, if it grows in the ground, I don't, I, you know, if it's not stepped <laughs> on with chemical, if it's not stepped on with chemicals, like I don't really, I don't care about it. That's not real what about me. what about molly what about molly molly's fine feeling social restricting my diet i'm not hungry molly's not a bad idea but maybe we should maybe if, you, if you're worried about caloric intake which obviously i can relate to maybe we look at maybe we look at just shots only i mean that's basically just what a martini is it's, it's a shot of vodka with ice yeah let's just start i'll get so so we're bringing uh we're bringing our friend uh tour manager tim on the road with us uh, to mm -hmm. handle merchandise sales and also kind of obviously clean up after us, make sure my towels are warm. Um, you know, it kind of, kind of <laughs> like make sure the checks, you know, make sure the checks clear at the end of the night. Cause I don't want to be the bad guy anymore. And I think that, I think that we could put him in charge of kind of making sure there's a shot ski style lineup um backstage before you get out there so that you know it's keeping her drunk yeah just kind of keeping a small buzz going you know what i mean uh, make sure there's enough slop in the trough for this old pig well i just the idea of let me tell you something as a person who's been to philadelphia sober many times <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't want to do this bro you don't you don't want this life <laughs> um and as a person who's never been to philadelphia sober i, I mean, you can't eat the food there without being blacked out from what I've seen, I'm just trying to prepare you. That's all. I'm not. I don't. I want. Obviously, you're a, you're an adult. You're you're a, you're smart. You've lived a lot of life. You your EXO tour life. Uh, you have many years under your belt. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there is some moderation that could be looked at. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying now. Now that we have a, now that we have a little help on our hands. You know, you can stop thinking about this stuff and just kind of operate as a star. That's that's who you are. You know, mm -hmm. I'm the I'm the. I'm kind of the business mind. I have to have all these calls with our agents and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You just show up and go, baby. 
Whereas I didn't even know we had an agent. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's not your problem. <laughs> You're the talent, dude. It doesn't matter. Sp- speaking of speaking of, uh, well, I, I just want to. We're getting. We're going on this Vegas, you know, writers retreat. Yeah. And there, there's been a new development. In, in addition to our carbon res. No, just the carbon res. That's the only development. Okay. <laughs> Friend of the show, uh, Al Wilmot, uh, was able to secure the the carbon Vegas. Uh, you know, like Friday night primetime reservation for us, which I was like, mm-hmm. I knew Al had juice, but I was like, damn, I, th- I thought this was, I don't know. I thought that was a hard thing to do. Um, and maybe it is for most. It is. I mean, for the guy who got us a Balthazar res Friday night with eight minutes in advance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So it is a thing that is difficult to do. But this is our, this is both of our first maiden voyage to Carbone, correct? Uh, yeah, I've been to Teresi. Is that they're they're connected, right? I've been to Teresi as well, but th- that I don't think that's the same. I mean, they're both restaurants that serve it's not the same sixty five dollar pastas and play hip hop. Um, but that's just every restaurant now, I think. So, so, so Teresi is to Felix as Carbone is to Mother Wolf. That's a good. That's probably a good a good parallel to With draw. A little more a little more guido sauce poured on there so i'm very excited to because i feel like there's no one i would rather do this with than you and i like that we're both i like that we're going in with no guidance i like that al and paulie aren't there i'm mario is not there my, my new friend you know i'm just i'm glad <laughs> how, how much guidance does one need to eat spaghetti and meatballs well i think that there's still <laughs> i'm sure at a restaurant of this caliber and our friends at major food group you know the menus aren't small jason you know, sure. it ain't it ain't say it ain't San it ain't San Gabriel Valley fucking you know encyclopedia, mm-hmm. but it, it ain't it ain't it ain't concise. Let's put I, it that way. I don't way. think we're gonna have to choose between the eleven varietals of of abalone or sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I don't think anyone's gonna be at Carbone in Las Vegas asking where the fucking <laughs> which ranch the grass fed beef is sourced from. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Oh, does this come with gold on it?" <laughs> no, I do. I do. I. I am. I kind of. I'm gonna bring my own gold shavings, hopefully, for the spicy rigatoni for you. I just want you to get the full experience. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. I'm ex- I just. I'm excited to have no guidance. I'm excited to go in blind as as just a humble man looking for the experience, like other people that are flying to Las Vegas to lose their life savings and have their heat turned off. You're going in you're going in blind. I'm going in I'm going in blind. Um did you did it did it say on the website what their um their their truffle corkage is cuz I plan on bringing my kit. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> the thought of you pulling out like a little a little like Prada bag and having truffles and a little shaver in it is really funny, bro. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know that Benny Blanco's assistant has had to call a restaurant ahead of time <laughs> to make sure that it's okay that he brings his white truffle and shaver. There was one of those. There was one of those Twitter things where it's like the I can't I can't remember what they're called. It's like people tell these stories about dating and they're always like insane. And one was that mm-hmm. they were at a restaurant and they didn't have. Like a certain kind of 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 sauce that this this man's date wanted, and she just left the restaurant and went to the bodega next door, bought the sauce, and came back and used it on her meal. And he was like, <laughs> "Am I wrong for not wanting to see her again? This is crazy." And people were, I'm just like, dude, that is that is absolutely serial killer behavior. Like the thought of you being at Prime Pizza and being like, "Oh, you guys don't have ranch." 
Okay. And going down to the 7-Eleven, buying some fucking Hidden Valley and squirting it all over the pizza <laughs> is truly is think about that. Like people really yeah, behave yeah, like yeah. that in this world. It blows my mind. Yeah, that's that's that it sounds truly awful. And I'm trying to think of what type of fat influencer would do something like that. If you're doing it for the if you're doing it for the content, I guess I get it. But I think this is just real life. The line you know? of, of real life and content is unfortunately blurred. But but speaking of food, I was I was thinking a couple days ago about this and I wanted to enough to write it down in my podcast notes is wanting and ordering dessert at a restaurant a female trait the fact that you would attack me like this on my own show <laughs> is uh, dessert look Jason is wanting to bookend your meal with a little something sweet <laughs> a female trait if it is, that's, if it is. And that's not necessarily a sign of weakness. I'm not using that stereotype. Oh. If there is a God, I would like to meet her. But I'm, I'm just if saying. It, if it is, if it, if ordering dessert is a female trait, you can call me Mrs. Black, bitch. <laughs> because dessert dessert is uh, truly all I <laughs> Mrs. have Black in this is, life of we, sin. At the worst cookie, the worst <laughs> cookie restaurant at the mall. <laughs> No, I look, ordering dessert is the only pleasure I have in life, really. So I think that like I I give myself a pass and I love dessert and it's a my sweet tooth will be the undoing of me. No, no, no. You also get great pleasure out of Barry's boot camp. Yeah, I get it, but I'm as well as dessert. But I'm saying as well as a light piece of fish. I'm saying as a as a I find all these masculine things. I just get such pleasure from dessert. I can't even explain. I can't even put it into words how much I love it. I really can't. Like a nice set of diamond earrings or something like that after after he's been mean to you that being said it is a female trait and i recognize okay. that um and but also i think most women don't want dessert because or maybe they want like a sorbet no that's not true nobody wants sorbet you eat it because it's the right thing to do that's true unless you're that's unless you, the only sorbet time i want sorbet is when i need to cleanse my palate with like a bitter blood orange campari sorbet before i eat my fucking Trace Leche's uh, chocolate sundae, you know? The thing, I, there are some desserts I don't like, you know? Like, I, I, I like to get, like, we went to ABCV the other night. We ordered three desserts uh, with my friend Ezra and Courtney were visiting for Depeche Mode. And the highlight dessert, like this weird, like, sundae they had was the worst one. And I, but I kept eating it because I wanted to know why I didn't like it. And then I realized <laughs> that there was some pot pineapple buried underneath all the good stuff that was just polluting the dish you don't like pineapple i don't like pineapple in a sweet way i like pineapple if i'm i love i love the idea of you finishing the dish so you can figure out why you don't like it that's like god i hate this cocaine i gotta i guess i gotta do this whole bag uh, yeah. to figure out why i don't this like co it. <laughs> this coke is so fucking bad <laughs> and i need to know why as I rip the bag inside out and start licking the corners, <laughs> I just couldn't get it. But then there was other more, more kind of less experimental desserts that were really hitting the spot. But I, I do think this, I think experimental dessert is awful. Like I think the beauty of a place like San Vicente bungalows dessert menu is that they only had, they got chocolate chip cookies. They got fucking birthday cake. They got key lime pie and they got a Sunday. Those that's mm -hmm. the desserts. Like let's not, I, I, I know that your pastry chef, is it James Beard Award winner? Congratulations. <laughs> I, I, the, the accolades are amazing. I'm really impressed at what you did in France. But I don't need experimental dessert. I, I, that's just not the place where I, where I want you don't that. want You don't want to be challenged. It, no. There's no upside to it. It's like, it's like when the server memorizes your entire order. It's like, 
great. I'm glad you're able to do that. But there's a good chance you're going to fuck it up. And then this whole thing is for nothing. And it's the same thing with desserts. If, you, if you're really good at making a challenging, interesting dessert, even if you pull it off successfully and correctly, there's still a 50% chance I'm going to be like, eh, Yeah, I just don't. I wish I ordered a fucking vanilla sundae with chocolate fudge. Because you need comfort with desserts. It's a very important, delicate matter. And if your comfort is not comforted, you're upset and then you have to go somewhere else for your dessert you want or you have to go to fucking get a mini pint of haagen from the bodega st- on the way gotta, home and eat it by yourself. You gotta stop for some chocolate chip cookies from the fucking, you know, the guy, our friends at Chips Ahoy. I need a sleeve of Tate's. Yeah, I mean, Tate's be hitting though. Tate's got the gluten-free. Gluten-free is actually better than the regular. You heard it here first. That's fucked up. Shut I know your, it. Shut it's, your fucking it's, mouth. It's, it's fucked up. I'm sorry to do that to you. But you know, actually, I'm thinking about that though because I love that, um, that weird pineapple and date sorbet at Corner Bar is is incredible and i like think about it sometimes really yeah i really like it i really really like it and i don't know those are not two those are not things that i like sorbet dates or pineapple are not in my top flavors yeah that, that's the pineapple sorbet and they kind of drizzle it yeah with a date syrup on yeah. top yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's refreshing and it's good and it's light and then it, it's shocking that sweet on sweet does work like that but the acidity level in pineapple is high okay all right relax top chef i don't i don't want to go but yeah just <laughs> dessert is a female trait i will continue to order it and i think that the classics are what shine and that's i feel like i i rarely go to a restaurant these days though where the dessert is like super experimental yeah you but you do like to be challenged for savory is what you're saying i mean i i remember actually another time at corner bar there was like a were you there with us when it was like a mushroom sorbet and i was like bro you need to get the oh yeah you need to get the fuck out of here with this bro and then it was pretty fucking good i have to say it was pretty it was pretty good and baby loki likey yeah i did i mean but again i don't know if i would order that i don't know if i'm gonna finish it but i i will like try the experimental thing if it's if it's sold to me in a way where it's like no, bro. I know you're thinking this is fucked up, but trust me, you should try it. No, I'll try it. I'm not. I'm not above paying twenty dollars for a sorbet. I might not like. I think that's dope of you. I'm a I think d- dope of you. When I was, I was speaking of restaurants, I was reminded when we were in Palm Springs last week, we went to this restaurant called Melvin's, which is sort of like their old school steakhouse diner, like jazz band playing. You know, expensive white tablecloth, old people setting, and and it was it was an enjoyable spot. It was fine. It was cool, but. The weird, a strange thing happened. It's one of those places where they do like flambe, like cherries jubilee at the table, and like sure. you know, real kind of classic '60s, you know, Frank Sinatra style shit. But we had this server who is, you know, seventy-seven. Like no, no, none, no, no server, busser, any bartender there was was under seventy, which was kind of cool to watch. Just like only old pros, but they were a little too old, but. Our server was one of these little guys, and his name was Brandon. <laughs> Why is that funny? Why is that funny? <laughs> but it is. Have you met an 81-year-old person named Brandon? No. I haven't met a Brandon in a while. I only know a handful, but I haven't met a new one in years. Have you met somebody older than you named Brandon, let alone somebody motherfucker born in the in the 40s no. or the 30s? <laughs> no, definitely. <you> know? <laughs> De- <laughs> Somebody, somebody born in 1942 came out the womb, you know, Ellis Island type beat, 
And they're like, okay, your name is Brandon. So you got your you got your fucking It had me fucked up. You got your 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 sixteen ounce chop served to you by an eighty year old gay guy named Brandon. <laughs> and you're 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 having a tough time unpacking this. You're having a tough time dealing with it. I was fixated on it. I was unable to enjoy my protein style. <laughs> hotel burger because of brandon did you ask like yeah where are you from what are your parents names you should have gotten to the bottom of this because now that you point this out it is strange and it's something that i have not encountered and i'm going to now kind of look out for this as i as i move into the world I, you know, yeah how long gone listeners if you have an old brandon in your life <laughs> yeah, yeah if you're if you're if your great grandpappy is named brandon send us a <laughs> send us a birth certificate just so we can kind of yeah if you're if you're pep pep brandon <laughs> and make sure if he can't be dead i don't want any obituaries because dead don't count i need a birth oh, okay, certificate okay it's not dead or alive. I need to see him kicking and screaming. I need to see him kicking and screaming. I need 70 plus. You know, I, we don't have to go 80. That's a little extreme. But 70 plus named Brandon. Um, and if he lives in a blue state, that's extra special because Brandon's given <laughs> Brandon's given Arkansas to me. And I, I don't know why. Um, I, I don't know why. Really? Exactly. Yeah, a little okay. bit. I'm, get, I'm getting I'm getting Virginia. Maybe who knows? But it is, it's a bro name. I want to talk about dining in Palm Springs because it's a known kind of hellscape and it's impossible. And there's one cool restaurant there called Bar Cecil that is like relatively new and it's owned by a couple. I think they're guys that they were pretty high up at, at either like Old Navy, like one of the Gap owned companies. Mm. I was talking to Andy Bargani about this. It's impossible to get a table there. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to the, it's impossible to the point that you think that, it, that it, it's, it's like, I, I don't I don't understand exactly like you, you can't go at five you can't go at 10 you can't get a table off season on season Monday Thursday Friday it doesn't matter what the day is and I'm trying to understand what is if anybody out there has any insight on bar season well let's try to figure it out let's reverse engineer this this hoe I mean so the the, the a key factor of it being in Palm Springs, the gay element is strong there, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I like to go. It feels comfortable. Right. But what I'm wondering is, is this place creating this exclusivity to exclude gay people or straight people? Like, is it a FUBU situation for us, by us, where straight people came to Palm Springs and they're like, we need to set up this odd, bizarre system where it's impossible to get a table to keep the gays out or is it a gay owned business it's a gay owned, it's a gay strange owned, dynamic it's a, it's a gay owned business okay it's a gay owned business. so maybe they're trying to keep the straights out i've been there before i mean i've been there one time and it was it was well no no i said the straights oh okay like they're trying to remove like the the female bachelorette party yeah that's actually a good idea you that's know a good all point. the all the bad stuff all the runoff that you get from straight people you know yeah they and it's hard to vet people like you where you're like i'm i'm able to exist in your environment respectfully i bring something to the party i'm not doing any you know other than being a cock tease i'm not really offending anyone <laughs> i tip i tip well just like, I tip. we gotta go to this place bar do you guys have spicy margarita you know like, that's true they want to remove that element that, that could be that's actually a good point and they and drastic measures are have to be taken. so do you think that they're just kind of limiting table like i, I just because it's it's on it's on resi or I, I believe it's on resi so do you think they're gaming the resi system honey that's all a show that's a that's a smoke that's show, all much fake like right their server brand that's all fake right yeah that's all fake. all the that's all, all the real fake. tables are getting booked by text message with the owners the maitre d yeah some of the exactly more well-liked servers and the the scrap tables go up on resi and those get snatched up uh for the five at five PM on on a Tuesday. Damn. So this this is the desert mother wolf. Yeah, it, one could it say. It is. And now 
I want to go there so badly because I'm feeling it's working is what I'm saying. I want to I want to pay for it. Yeah. And it's just a regular ass restaurant. It looks cool, but it's just like a shrimp cocktail restaurant. It's like every other restaurant. But I desperately want to go there. Mm-hmm. I want to go there every night. I'm in Palm Springs because the food is so bad. And that place <laughs> is the only place that gives me a, a vibe that I want to be a part of. Besides the health food store and the and the gym that's full of Brandon's. Um, that is the only <laughs> that is the only place I want to go to. It's it's so bizarre. I think, uh, and also, how do you feel about the scenario? Those places where it's kind of like, well, if you if you really want to, we open at five p.m. You can line up and try to snag a seat at the bar. And I I also hope that that scenario is sort of like still on a no uggos situation. Like, yeah, you can come get a seat at the bar. Oh, that one's actually reserved. I'm so, yeah. you know, it's like when you, when, when Kanye goes to the Supreme store and like, oh, we actually don't have a medium. I got to be honest. I can't eat at a bar. I, I don't like the way it feels. I, I don't, I, I like the idea of it. I think it's a yeah. cool. And they know straight people are like that. They know straight people say, I, I can't eat at a bar. I'd rather just go eat it out back. But it's not, no, it's not, it's not that I don't want to eat at the bar. I think that sitting on a chair with no back is disrespectful to the customer. That's, that's what I honestly <laughs> think. It, it's, it's too uncomfortable to sit for an hour in a chair with no back if you're not drinking. It really is. Like, I, I don't, I just can't. It's a, it's a straight trait to need lumbar support because every, every gay top or bottom, they have snatched posture it's not a but it's just like i don't want to do that like i don't want to sit like that so i'm not going to do it because the food at any restaurant is mid so like what difference does it fucking make i can go to sweet green and get a back on my fucking chair <laughs> you know it's like i just can't i'm i'm not going to spend one i'm not going to spend 150 on a salad and a piece of fish and a, and a piece of chocolate cake and be uncomfortable the whole time the sweet the sweet irony is you this is this is like a, a gripe ripped from the script of an, any episode of sex in the city like this is what samantha basically a gay man in a woman's body is saying like oh i can't eat at a restaurant without back support yeah it's real and i i mean i will i will do it obviously if it's a place i really want to go and that's the only option i also eat alone really often but i think that i give off table energy I'm giving two top, even if I'm alone. You're a, you're a booth bitch, is what you are. I'm, I'm definitely a booth bitch, but I respect the re- no Calvin Harris. I respect <laughs> I respect a restaurant. I respect a restaurant too much to take up that kind of space, even if they offer it to me. If I'm alone, like I'm happy for a corner. Like even if I'm if I'm alone and I want a two top, put me by the bathroom. I don't care. I'm not. I'm totally happy. I know I'm not Actually, you know, making you enough money. Now that we're saying this for for a booth bitch like you a booth bunny like you mm-hmm. we should create a more kind of smaller single boothette perhaps I see. okay yeah like a, a single member like a compact booth a single member boothette <laughs> is what you're saying is what you're saying yes yeah yeah yeah. for our solo twink community that's a good idea actually like small boot like you could fit two if you had to it's basically a love seat on wheels you know love seat. it's like you know, when you're in the delta lounge and they have the little pods yeah, that yeah, look yeah, like yeah. a phone booth It'll be like that, but just cuter. That's a good. This is a good. So the single booth to all our restaurant tours out there. Let's start thinking about that. Let's think. Let's start thinking about this. I'm sure you can shove a couple boothettes in wild air or whatever. You know what I mean? Let's start thinking because <laughs> I like you guys are once again leaving money on the table. You're, you're expecting us us older guys to sit at a bar that's causing back problems and shoulder issues when you could just build us a boothette and we'll be spending more money and hanging out longer. And I think the, 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 the real issue or the real protein of the boothette is those pods exist because we want to be alone 
and we're not going to be reading a book at the bar like you would in Sex and the City. You want to be alone with your phone or your iPad and you want to be able to scroll with freedom and impunity knowing that there's not a restaurant full of people who can look over your shoulder Mm. and see, you know, that you're browsing an alt-right website or pornography or, you know, something embarrassing. Yeah. You want to know that there's no one behind (laughs) you you able to see what you're scrolling and there's freedom in that even if you're watching something respectable and normal. You don't want to get caught live streaming Jay Paul at Balthazar. That's the damn, that's, that's for fuck sure i shudder to think I, I i agree with you on that and i think this is this is sir, some, we're gonna have to ask you to leave this is exactly yes, sir <laughs> I, i'm i'm sorry but we're gonna have to we're gonna have to ask you to leave that your your booth that is up <laughs> well especially especially now that they're limiting time i mean i think that's this is chilled out a little bit but you know when they were limiting time on tables you know mm-hmm. like oh you got an hour get in and get out you know it's a little bit like the whole situation wasn't super fun for the solo but i think the solo is making a comeback and i think we do need our own seating oh yeah and then you're able to also take as many food picks from whatever angles you need okay that part doesn't interest me as much but i know <laughs> what you i know what you mean it's a selling point not for you also you the, when's the last time you've seen two cute asian food bloggers with their like a they're never alone there, it's only that no no food blogger they travel in packs. No food bloggers taking a picture of their matcha croissant alone. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Marines <laughs> never let your fucking yeah exactly dude yeah hundred <laughs> percent yeah if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna walk around Manhattan and go to fifteen different places and take pictures of pastries you you're gonna need a support system you can't mm. do that alone. I'm with you, brother. Brother, I got eyes on you on your six. I got- <laughs> I got I, I got eyes on you on the everything croissant. All right. Uh, we got the right. everything croissant. All right. Light them up. <laughs> light them up. How long gone? Light them up is when I pulled my ring light out so you could take a photo of my everything bagel croissant. Oh, how long gone? The everything bagel croissant of podcasts. Uh, we're happy to be broadcasting you to, to you today. Uh, Coachella one weekend. Love is blind. Live reunion weekend. Succession episode four weekend. It doesn't stop the entertainment. Um, we are coming to a city near you in the very near future chicago philadelphia atlanta the tickets are going quickly london we'll see you in august get those as well uh and um i think that's it jason we got some podcasts this week i'm heading down south i get to i get to we get to chat from beautiful charleston south carolina um where i kind of feel at home what's the name of the hotel you're staying at there it had a fun name right the pinch the pinch yeah what's up with that name the pinch it sounds like 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 it's a uh a quintessential dive bar name, I will say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. It looks beautiful. Uh, my, my friend uh, Brooks that I hung out with at Superiority Burger, he lives there. He told me about it. And actually, I'm gonna get to build with Ian, the uh, president CEO of Talkhouse, who lives in Charleston part time. Let's go. So I get to do it's a, a little business and pleasure. I can put my kind of proverbial foot on his neck, make sure these ads are getting mm-hmm. sold. You know, make sure, make sure that Martha Stewart has been talked to. Uh, and then, you know, <laughs> all we'll, we'll over go a there, bowl look- of Anson Mills grits. Oh baby, it's going to be amazing. Bro, I'm going Anson Mills to the fucking dome. All we got is Anson, Anson Mills, everything, you know, that's like, that's real money when you're in the South. It is. Oh, there's also something that, well, we'll be talking about this on, on Wednesday, but there's a little airmail mixer. Um, that I'm going to at the actually at the at the Chelsea Hotel next week, and I'm back to the Chell. This is my kind of fingers crossed. This is when I get the flick with Graydon. It's not Versace level. Well, it is for me, but I just think that I, I think that the two titans of industry kind of shaking hands under the dim Sean McPherson styled lights of the Hotel Chelsea is kind of what we all need, uh, not just me. So pray for me. I I just love the sweet irony that 
wanting a photo with Graydon Carter is somehow gayer than wanting a photo with Donatella Versace. It is. Well, I want I, I want mainly to just I want mainly to kind of uh, something to study. I think I want to see his head next to mine. Just to see size wise, and also like what his hair really be doing. You want you, know? you want to take a real hard look at that dome of his. Yeah, yeah, because I'm seeing some. You know, because what a dome it is. It's an amazing. I mean, the thoughts that come out of that thing, the seating charts alone. I mean, you can't put a price on the that. seating charts. This, you can't put a. Price. Yeah, I mean, and I want. I, I would love to see a tour of all of his convertible cars. Because how else does he get that windswept look? You know, uh, it's honestly. I that we. This is something. I hope he's sponsored by Dyson. I, I think anything <laughs> is possible. He's sponsored by Audi TT drop top. Airmail this week is presented by Dyson. Um, all right. Uh, how long gone? Thank you guys for listening so much. We uh, love podcasting for you. It's our great passion. And um, we will return next week with, with more podcasts, more fun guests. This is my fucking church, dude. I needed this more than you guys did, as well as the money from the ads. But I'm going to yeah. be pretty tired uh, tomorrow because I'm going to stay up so late streaming Frank Ocean. So we'll talk about that on Tuesday. Okay. Make sure you get a little under eye kit or something. Uh, don't worry. I have plenty of uh, Dr. Barbara Sturm uh, under our under eye. You cream. know how you get when you don't sleep enough. I, you know how you, you know how you get, Chris. Don't do that to me. Not it shows. Way. It shows. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, fans. Thank you, fans. You gotta leave, leave, leave. Take down some summertime. Give up. Just a night, night, night. Oh, you got someone coming. Spitting game. Oh, you got it. Yeah. I, 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 I